Welcome to the Mindful Personal Training Podcast with Dr. Clint Cepeda. Dr. Cepeda will discuss all the issues you face when losing weight, creating effective exercise design, and training with intensity. Dr. Cepeda is a health and exercise science researcher specializing in obesity, program design, and mindful behavioral changes. Be sure to stop by drclintcepeda.com for more information. And now, here is Dr. C. Happy New Year! It is 2021. I never thought I'd say that, although I saw it quite often while watching the Jetsons. Well, welcome to a brand new year, and uh, the uh, podcast episode will be probably a four-part series It's called New Year and Old Habits. Welcome to Mindful Personal Training. I'm Dr. C. Thank you for coming back and thank you for downloading the podcast. We appreciate it very, very much. Hopefully you and yours are very safe. Well, when we talk about the new year, um, we always talk about new beginnings and determination and trying to get that holiday weight off or trying to get all those bad habits to say goodbye, especially in the previous year and what we've gone through together as a community, as a country, and just globally. But now I want to kind of spread the the truth to you. You've got the new year, happy new year, but you still got the old habits, new and old. They are a dichotomy. They are sides of the same coin, or you can't have one without the other rather. You need them both. You need the new and you need the old. You need the new to feel refreshed. Beginnings. You need the new to kind of start all over. But it's hard to get the new positive effects of what you want to do physically if you still have old habits. Now, the tough part that you have to realize, we always talk about accountability and taking control of your mindfulness and your body type and what you are trying to accomplish, not what you see in the pictures, in the social media accounts of your favorite person that you're following or mass media, TV, movies, the magazine covers that you see while you're shopping and checking out. When you are looking at the new, let's start there first and define the new. We said it earlier, it's beginnings, being refreshed, rising up from the ashes, having no one to doubt you, no one to give you any type of grief of the choices that you make because it's brand new. You are starting brand new, right? Well, I'm here to tell you, you can't be brand new if you still have old habits. New year, old habits. You kind of don't hear that too often. You hear the new year and about how you want to start fresh, lose weight, drop the pounds, make that change. Can't make the change when you have the old habits. Now, nobody in particular is your old habit that you absolutely want to do cardio. The minute the new year had started and it was midnight, you committed yourself to walk for 15 minutes, walk on the treadmill, go to the gym. Unfortunately, in this day and age right now, currently in 2021, some of the gyms may be closed. But let me ask you this. Did you ever stop to think? That when you took a look at your New Year's resolution, your New Year's commitment, the new year for that fresh beginning that you conquered and got rid of the bad habits, or you just jumped into it thinking it'll wash away if I start new and I start everything brand new on the first, walking, running, whatever you're planning on doing, but you haven't conquered what got you in trouble in the first place. 
such as the old habits. So let's focus on some of the old habits that maybe some of you guys are having a hard time getting rid of. And it doesn't matter what new year you start with, whether it's this year, next year, two years from now, every January 1st doesn't get rid of the old habits unless you conquered and got rid of them before the first or before the new year, the new beginning. Because if you follow the definition, it can't be a new beginning if you're still doing old habits. The calendar may change. The time may change. But your habits and having your behavior to be modified to actually embrace the new beginnings needs to be addressed. Old habits, such as setting the bar low for yourself. I'm just getting back into it. Everybody's getting back into it. You're no different. But you've just set yourself a goal of slowly getting back into it because you were unsuccessful last year. What does the speed of you getting back into it have to do with conquering your bad habits? Absolutely nothing. Your bad habits have to change because the willingness willingness for you to change is there. And the determination for you to continue to change that behavior gets rid of those bad habits. Now, it's a short process, long process, medium process. I don't know your life. But what I do know is generally speaking, it has to start somewhere and it has to be consistently attacked so your bad behaviors can change. So let's take about a 30 second look at maybe most of you looking at the clock and how it changes the date, the time, a renewed freshness of what you're planning to do and the excitement of the future that if you lost this amount of weight or if you turned around and worked out twice a week, three times a week or every day, those are great new beginning procedures. But what have you changed that still lags from last year, such as you snacking or you eating high calorie meals late at night, stress eating, eating out of convenience? If you don't change those habits, all your future excitement for 2021 or whatever new year you target will go by the wayside and drop like a bad habit by the end of January. And then life takes over again. And then you are celebrating 2022 with some of the same bad habits and new year old habits again. But how do you change that? How do you change those bad habits so that way when the first of the year does change and happen, you don't feel like you are sweeping all the bad stuff under the rug and putting it away from your eyesight while looking out the window and going, okay, well, you know what? I can do this. I can do this. But those bad habits are still there. It's still underneath that rug. Changing your attitude as far as food goes, take a look at what got you in trouble. Now, we just mentioned it 15 seconds ago about how is it salty snacking? Are you mindful of salty snacking that you have to have that in arm's reach when you're reading something on the internet or watching TV at home or grabbing a salty snack in between meals because you didn't eat lunch? That's a bad habit. If you're still doing that January 2nd, then you haven't changed the bad habit then. But what about overeating? Everybody's guilty of a little overeating, especially when the 
eyes are very hungry and the eyes get big when it's time to come home. Day has ended. You skipped lunch or you had a late lunch. And at least when you get home, you get a chance to prepare a meal or a meal's waiting for you. And it's big and it's nice and it's good. But that's a bad habit because then you overeat so late in the day, especially if you're getting ready to wind down. I would not suggest a high calorie meal within four to five hours of sleeping. It's just going to sit there, bloat you. The habits that you have from the previous year, regardless if it was December 31st or August 31st, they should have gotten rid. You should have gotten rid of that way before January 1st. The habits need to change because new year old habits cannot coexist at the same time for you to be successful to lose weight. Here's another favorite. All you soda drinkers, I'm sorry. I am sorry. The research is very clear. And not only that, but your own personal research. Take the can, flip it over and read it. What does it say? What does it say for the high sugar content carbohydrates in that small 12 ounce can? What does it say? Is there anything that ends with a suffix O-U-S-E? Maybe as in glucose, fructose, circulose. That's all just different forms of sugar. So you take a look at what the total carbohydrate content in that small soda can, or in some cases, some of you guys, and I know you personally, have to have that big styrofoam cup to start your day. It is true. There are people that will drink specific sodas to start their day, whether it's coming from home or they grabbed it on the way in at the local gas station or convenience store. The research is very clear on what sugar does to our body, what refined and processed sugars do to our body, and the amount of sugars that are almost in everything that we have, good or bad. So if that habit hasn't changed, new year, old habits. What about this one? Convenience eating. You're just too busy. You are so busy that you cannot eat anything unless it comes in a bag or a box and you're in line to get it. Because that's all that you can think of is to fit that in your schedule and in your day. Well, I'm here to tell you, calculate the time it took you to drive to the place, order the item, stay in line, pay for the item, bring the item back to the office or home or whatever, eat the item, all with a span of your lunch hour, or in some cases, 30 minutes, I get it. But all that time there... Where's the cost-benefit analysis of going, well, even though financially the fast food meal was cheap, the long-term effects of doing this every day, for those of you that work Monday through Friday, is long-term, negative, decisive, and in some cases create permanent bad habits throughout the year. The amount of time it takes you is harder for you to understand when you are in your kitchen trying to prepare these meals on your own, cooking your meals and getting it and getting it to where you exactly want it to be. This amount of carbohydrates, the good ones, this amount of protein, this amount of fat. It does take effort. Nobody ever said it was easy, except the people that are selling you food in a bag, food in a box. It's easy. It's fast, convenient. Those are the people that'll tell you it's fast, easy, convenient. But once again, this isn't a knock on people that sell that or do that for a living, or own businesses that provide that type of service. It has its place like anything else. 
But if you're visiting that place five days a week, then the problem is not them. It is you. It is you. Bad habit. Still continuing on to the new year. Here's one of my favorite ones. The salad eaters. I love a salad like anybody else. But the, the mindset has not changed in all these years that for those of you that say, all I can do, I've lost weight before, is if I just ate salads all day, that made me lose weight. My next question to you is, have you kept it off? If you lost weight with one type of technique, calorie depletion, low carbohydrate, or eating salads all day, They're not permanent solutions for most of you because you go back to bad habits and gain even more weight the second, third, or fourth time around. Bad habits throughout the year. You have to take a look at food as not just one singular item to be successful with. You have to take a look at the consumption of your food. You have to take a look at the portion of your food. And you have to take a look at the purpose of your food. Let's talk about consumption. Are you overeating or undereating? You have to have a moderation of your plate in front of you. And once again, we've talked, to, talked about this in previous podcasts. See the plate. If you're covering your plate with food and you can't tell the difference of when one food starts and one continues on because they're all mashed together, then that's a lot of food. Let's talk about the purpose of your food. Are you eating because you're hungry or are you eating because it's habit? I would like to think that you're eating because you're hungry and not eating because there's food in front of you or because you're snacking. You're at your desk. You're pulling out stuff from that drawer and just opening up the bag. And you may have five or six, seven bags in there with bag clips. But throughout the day, you want to snack. I'm okay to snack and graze. I'm a proponent of that, actually. The smaller the, small, the, smaller the snack or meal, the more we can just tease the metabolism all day. But what are those snacks or cookies? Chips. Candy overprocessed sugars. If that's what you're snacking all day, once again, what is the purpose? So it is important for you to take a look at the old habits that you have garnered throughout the previous year. That needs to be addressed before you even start thinking about how motivated you're going to be in your new year's resolution and where you're going to be January 1st and, and how it's going to be such a great year. I'm not here to rain on that parade. I'm having a conversation with you. So that way you understand new year old habits has to change. I want you to be successful. I want you to take a look at every piece of fitness equipment that you want to put your body on every exercise that you want to create or you want to accomplish. For this next year, every meal prep service or you creating your own meals that you can consume efficiently, safely, and healthily throughout the year. I want that to happen for you. But if you are using January 1st as your comeback tour, don't sell any tickets to anybody because the tour should be canceled until you take care of the bad habits. Food is just one portion of people's challenges throughout the year. As a matter of fact, people struggle with food portions and they struggle with food consumption and the purpose of their food for sometimes their entire lives. But when you talk to those people, they never got the right message. It was always the quick messages, 30 day weight loss, shakes, 
multi-level marketing pills. It was so easier, so much easier to take that piece of advice and information because it fit their mold of January 1st coming, starting to prep my mind around December. Here's my resolution to lose weight. And of course, you get bombarded by every piece of marketing out there to tell you that this is your year. Act now. The best equipment, the best diet service, 30-day weight loss, no money down, free trial pass. Do those phrases sound familiar? They do, but that's their job, right? We never want to get angry or blame anybody for, their, for them to do their job. Some of them are marketing, some of it's a business. I get it. But you have to do your own due diligence and your own research and understand that you're being sold a dream. You're being sold the new year. But you still have some merchandise from the previous year called bad habits. New year, bad habits. Once you understand to overcome, how to overcome or manage those bad habits, then when that new year does come, you're already ahead of the game. And we'll talk more about that in the next podcast for part two of New Year Bad Habits. That's going to do it this week for Mindful Personal Training with Dr. Clint Cepeda. That's me, Dr. C. We appreciate all the support. And if you have any more questions, please do not hesitate to drop us a line. Stop by www.drclintcepeda.com. Cepeda, C-E-P-E-D-A. That gets misspelled all the time. We'll see you next week. Take care. Remember, stay healthy, stay well, and stay fit. Dr. Clint Cepeda has a research background in health science and exercise sports science with a focus in obesity and mindfulness. The statements made in this podcast are for educational and motivational purposes only.